Hola, namaste, and hello. I am Sukriti Adhavanshi, your host, and I welcome you to the Techie Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Guys, today's episode is focused on data-driven enterprise strategy. So uh, our modus operandi for this conversation is to talk about the opportunities that scale and you know realize the value from the AI projects. In today's rapidly evolving business landscape, data has emerged as a key driver of innovation, growth, and competitive advantage. As companies across industries recognize the immense value hidden within their data, harnessing it effectively has become crucial for us. Now, a data-driven enterprise strategy offers organizations the opportunity to scale their operations and realize significant value from the AI project. With the use of advanced analytics, AI, and machine learning legacy techniques, organizations can uncover valuable insights and uh, you know, automate processes and deliver exceptional customer experiences. Now, hence, collaboration between businesses and technology team is vital for implementing a data-driven enterprise. This can be achieved by breaking down silos and fostering cross-functional collaboration, which actually helps organizations facilitate seamless flow of data-driven insights across departments. Now, ultimately, the goal of a data-driven enterprise strategy is to realize the value of AI projects, as mentioned earlier. By technologies uh, and focusing on practical deployment of strategies, businesses can actually harness the power of data to drive innovation, enhance operational efficiency, and achieve you know sustainable growth in today's competitive landscape. Guys, I'm delighted to have uh, Mr. Naveen Kamath, Vice President and CTO of Data and AI Services from Kindrel India. Welcome to the show, Naveen. I'm so delighted to have you here. Thank you, uh, Sukriti. Uh, glad to be here on this uh, podcast. Uh, excited to be here. Wonderful. So without any further ado, I will quickly uh, jump to the questions that I have for you, Naveen. And uh, to begin with, you know, there's a lot of industry talk about the data-driven business and AI-enabled uh, insights. But most companies these days are just scratching the surface, I guess. Uh, what is holding companies back from the successfully, you know, when, they, when we talk about leveraging the overall data here? Yes, uh, Sukriti, you're absolutely right. Um, I think, well, there's a lot of talk about uh, data-driven businesses, uh, you know, and AI-enabled insights you know as much as data can be an asset uh, when not acted upon data can be a liability uh, holding back innovation and value creation so a big part of what is holding companies back is the technical debt and the inherent uh, complexity uh, you know you look at uh, legacy systems you see different data silos uh, multiple source systems uh, to integrate data from uh, all of which lead to delayed realization of value right uh, and this could be attributed to various factors including uh, you know lack of skills or uh, simply because data operations and processes are broken at multiple levels uh, now some of this holding back can also be attributed to what i would call the legacy thinking right or the legacy mindsets where there is inertia in terms of making the big leap towards uh, change uh, it does require uh, the collective will of the organization and certainly the top leadership needs to recognize uh, the need to transform now once uh, these barriers are overcome uh, it becomes easier uh, to strategize around how data pathways can be decluttered uh, with a data fabric or a data mesh approach you know there are different architectural patterns um, how data sharing with the right access and quality controls uh, can be made seamless uh, how data products with the right governance construct can be made available for having that you know multiplier economic effect across the organization uh, one of the key things we advocate is having data observability across all of your data operations 
So when you have data observability, it becomes easier uh, to prevent or fix any of the data delivery issues quickly and proactively. Uh, so your downstream users are not impacted and technical debt does not accumulate. Uh, look, at the end of the day, uh, businesses need to be able to bridge the confidence gap uh, in the data and insights that are being provided. So they need to see these as a true business enabler. Uh, and in regulated environments specifically, you know, you need to be able to explain how these insights are being generated, what data was used, you know, establish provenance throughout the insight generation lifecycle. So I would add that, you know, good data should be everyone's responsibility. It's not just that of the IT organization, right? So uh, it, it basically means, uh, you know, driving data uh, responsibility uh, for good data, for data stewardship and all of that across the organization. All right. And, uh, you know, with this, can you just also help us understand that how can actually companies build an effective data and AI strategy? Yeah, sure. Um, well, first and foremost, uh, you know, um, uh, I think data strategy begins with looking at what should be the the key business goals, and uh, you know, how do you how do you drive to business value? Um, you know, given the various uh, you know circumstances and various um, uh, you know uh, inputs to from the lines of businesses and so on and so forth, right? Uh, so one of the ways we do this with the organizations is we bring in the various lines of businesses. We look at uh, you know what are the the most high value uh, you know uh, use cases to look at uh, in terms of unlocking value from data, right? And based on that, we then work back uh, whether that's in terms of uh, you know uh, breaking customer experience, for example, into various customer journeys or whether it's in the context of uh, driving efficiencies or whether it's in the terms whether it is in the context of driving uh, let's say profitability or expanding margins uh, we work back from there to look at what should be the data architecture we work back to look at you know um, how do you sort of uh, uh, you know look at what what data integration needs to happen what kind of data governance constructs should be in place and with all of that, we basically uh, have this kind of a co-creation, um, kind of a consultative uh, dialogue with the various uh, business stakeholders, with the IT stakeholders, and come together with a data strategy that can not only cover aspects related to the technology, but also in terms of what are the process or people-related aspects that need to be addressed uh, in terms of achieving uh, that or, or being able to execute to that data strategy, right? So, so that's broadly how we look at it, uh, Sukhriya. I see. And uh, you know, jumping onto another one here, uh, I mean, I mean, most companies today aim to be a data-driven cognitive enterprise. However, change at this scale is a tall order, and many internal IT departments haven't been able to keep up. Now, how can your service partner uh, help here, and what specifically you at Kidru, you know, bring to the table? Sure, that's a great question, uh, Sukriti. Well, first and foremost, a service provider can create an impact with the help of uh, cross-functional teams that possess a wide variety of perspectives, uh, experiences, technical skills. And uh, specifically with Kindrel, we've been harnessing what we've done internally uh, to create solutions uh, with our customers across many uh, um, years now, right? For example, areas like AI ops, where you essentially bring uh, AI uh, to the whole IT operations uh, space, right? So we have decades of experience in that space. 
providing customers with various options, whether that's on-prem or connecting their environments to uh, you know, the Kindrel Bridge, which is our digital services delivery platform. And all, this, all of this has meant managing large volumes of service management data uh, for driving value in near real time. Right? So that has given us a lot of uh, you know, perspectives around managing large uh, data estates and some of that. Now, uh, we also bring in Kindrel Vital, which, uh, as I was alluding to earlier on the earlier on the question you had earlier, which is, you know, we bring in this whole uh, co-innovation, co-creation construct, particularly when we are addressing aspects like data strategy, data governance strategy, where you need to work with a varied set of stakeholders and uh, take in different inputs to come out with the end uh, blueprint, right? And in terms of what what needs to uh, be um, you know the value drivers and some of that. Um, we also provide end-to-end -end services uh, to uh, enable data and AI insights at scale. Um, so whether it is you know data foundation, data architecture, data quality, uh, data preparation, and all the way through developing AI solutions and putting them into production. Uh, so we provide all of these uh, services, right? And of course the managed manage services part of it, which includes, you know, automated tools, workflows, uh, some of that. Uh, we also have a strong partner ecosystem, um, whether that's the hyperscalers or some of the leading data platform vendors. Um, and essentially because we recognize that, um, you know, there are a vast range of technologies in the data space, in the AI space, and then um, also recognizing the fact that our customers have made their investments over a period of time. So how do you not only protect their investment, but also come up with fit for purpose solutions, right? Uh, in terms of differentiators, I would say, um, you know, uh, what we look at from a Kindle data and AI services standpoint is, uh, you know, access to the global expertise for future ready solutions uh, through our people, through our some of the IP that we have created, some of the partner ecosystem that we have. Um, so all of this basically contributes to reducing the complexity of managing or transforming a customer's data estate. And also um, some of the solutions that we have come up with, for example, the Kindrel Data and Analytics Console um, is a unified sort of a control plane uh, that can help manage data operations in a complex hybrid environment while we are delivering good data, right? So bring in aspects like data observability, data governance, data quality, uh, management, you know, all of that into a single pane of glass. So you don't necessarily need to have multiple tools to manage your data estate. So some of these things, I think, uh, go a long way in uh, sort of uh, making this transformation happen. Right. And, uh, you know, people are the most critical part of any successful digital transformation exercise, as you know, as we're all reading these days when we talk of uh, the entire customer experience and what we bring to the table as companies. Uh, you know, what people's challenge do you see in uh, impeding progress and how can companies actually address them? Uh, also, what are the required skills to have a successful career in data science, uh, machine learning and AI you know, for that matter? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, Kriti, I really believe companies must inculcate a culture of uh, continuous learning with the top leaders walking the talk and uh, look to reskill, upskill the workforce. Right? For example, any organization, um, uh, for it to be a truly data-driven enterprise, uh, we believe it is essential to have a data literacy agenda across the organization. Right? So, at Kendrill, 
we provide numerous opportunities for our workforce to upskill, reskill themselves, obtain the necessary transformation or certifications, and uh, develop the required skills to efficiently collaborate with our partners and uh, deliver effective solutions. Uh, in terms of skills uh, required for a successful career in uh, in the data space, in the data science space, I believe there are three key dimensions. Uh, the first being the core data science part itself, uh, which includes areas such as deep learning, you know, NLP. Uh, now you see there's a lot of buzz around generative AI and, uh, you know, areas such as prompt engineering, for example. Uh, then we have the whole space of data architecture, data engineering, you know, ML engineering skills which is how do you operationalize all of this and make it happen seamlessly, right? How do you integrate all these insights that you're generating with uh, the downstream, you know, business workflows? And the last uh, very important part also is what I call the data storytelling part, right? Which is, you know, including visualization skills, making the insights more consumable, impactful, uh, business narratives that bring about that, you know, call it the penny dropping, moment for the line of business owners right so each of these dimensions can be so much more amplified when coupled with a deeper understanding of the business domain itself so the more uh, the data smes the data scientists the data engineers understand or have appreciation of what the business domain itself is about i think the projects can be so much more successful Absolutely. Thank you so much for those uh, tips, Naveen. Moving on to the next one. Uh, what are some of the industries, uh, you know, where um, you expect to see major traction for data and AI solutions? Well, look, I mean, all, all major industry verticals, right? I mean, you look at uh, the financial services space or the healthcare, manufacturing or retail, uh, all are looking at data and, uh, you know, intelligent applications, automation driven by AI as being uh, pivotal. Uh, to drive any uh, meaningful digital transformation. Right? So whether it's in terms of, um, like I was saying earlier, driving breakthrough operational efficiencies or uh, driving better customer experience or opening up new revenue channels, expanding margins, continuous focus on, I think, business value and innovation uh, through data and AI solutions can have that, uh, you know, call it the multiplier flywheel effect, right? So small projects can sort of accumulate and bring about that uh, uh, massive transformational impact. Um, we also believe cross industry themes such as digital twin, uh, sustainability, and uh, newer technologies such as uh, generative AI are beginning to radically change uh, where investments are being made and how data and AI uh, you know, solutions are being applied to it, to these themes and how the innovation agenda itself is being conceived or reimagined uh, within large enterprises. All right, thank you so much for that, Naveen. Uh, this is the last one. The role of AIML engineers is becoming mainstream today. What are your views on this? And uh, do we, you know, do we expect to see some chief AI officers soon? Well, that's again a great question, uh, Sukriti. And uh, yeah, I mean, the demand for uh, data scientists, AIML engineers, and if I may add, uh, data engineers has surged, right, as uh, businesses, governments recognize the value of AI technologies in uh, driving innovation and uh, gaining a competitive edge. Uh, almost every CEO uh, and every large enterprise today recognizes the seminal role uh, that AI will play in driving business transformation and driving disruption, right? Uh, so according to 
some industry estimates uh, ai is expected to even contribute up to uh, you know 15 plus trillion dollars uh, to the global economy by 2030 right? and that's that's massive that's substantive uh, so for example the government of india again i think has announced its plans to set up uh, three centers of excellence uh, for ai and uh, top educational inst institutions uh, during this fiscal year's uh, union budget uh, india is also betting big on its uh, vast uh, talent pool the vast reservoir of uh, talent uh, that we that india has and uh, leveraging its uh, g20 presidency right and chairmanship of the global partnership on ai to sort of bat for innovation in ai and to devise a common framework to govern emerging technologies so all these factors i think will lead to a massive spike in demand for the role of ai engineers as uh, industries and governments acknowledge you know the transformational role that uh, this will play uh, the role of chief ai officers and uh, again if i may extend that to the role of chief data and ai officers i think will become imperative for any organization's success right especially as investment in data and ai will not be seen as uh, capex or sorry uh, opex spends uh, but will be seen more from a lens of driving uh, you know monetization driving net new business outcomes driving data literacy across the organization and all of that so i think uh, the the role of chief ai officers and chief data and ai officers i think uh, is is going to become pivotal uh, to any organization success wonderful thank you so much naveen i think i had a great time uh, you know getting these insights from you on the whole data and ai uh, you know landscape and how it's going to actually uh, you know be utilized when it comes to scaling up the opportunities and uh, bringing in the ai projects all together uh, thank you so much for sharing your wonderful wonderful uh, insights with us here naveen thank you sukriti uh, great to be on this podcast and uh, great to uh, no thanks for having me here Thank you so much once again, folks. I hope you've made uh, a note of uh, the pivotal and important role that uh, uh, AI officers are going to play or AI experts are going to play in the coming time that Naveen has just uh, shared in this conversation. I'll be back with another episode very soon. Till then, please stay safe and take care and stay tuned to Techie for all the latest tech updates.